you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, Rudolph up here at the top. Cousins throws. Pass is caught for the win. Kyle Rudolph and the Vikings are moving on. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Kyle Rudolph, the game winner, ending Drew Brees' bid to get to the Super Bowl for the second time in his Hall of Fame career. Proves to be just enough to wet the whistle so that he has to come back in 2020. Hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. I hope all's well wherever you are. I wonder if you're a football fan down in NOLA or a Saints fan otherwise, how excited you are about the return of number nine for another season based on what we saw this year, even returning from injury, the nice win streak by Teddy B. Would you rather have Teddy B as your starting quarterback at this point? Drew Brees. He's no doubt a Hall of Fame um, career, but is he definitely the guy you want under center? Here mm. to talk about that and many other things in uh, the world of pro football and, of course, the game of life. Our main man all the way from London, England. He serves as our resident Miami Dolphins fan here. It's Handsome Hank. We don't have time. We don't have time. Because you know why, Handsome? Why? Because Eddie Spaghetti, just before we started, said, we don't have a lot of time to kibitz today. Because the trend zone is L trend zone. What is that? L trend zone. The trend zone is our um, Spanish language Mexico uh, focused show. Oh, I've met those fellows. They're lovely. They're they're wonderful people. I really like them very much. Um, And they're entertaining and and uh, engaging our fans around the world. The one guy, the one guy, rode with the with the bus of Pittsburgh Steelers fans from I forget what part they left from uh, Monterey. 
from Monterey. They drove on a bus all the way yep. up to Heinz Field to watch the yep. Steelers play a game. Why are why why am I not on that bus? You handsome? can go. I will put you Don't on the bus. Don't make it okay for me to no, go. No, you I'd should love you to go. I think you spearhead would... that move. Do you speak Spanish? Un poco. If you... <laughs> Un poquito? If you do your... Um, what's or... called? What's the listening, the tape called? Yeah. Uh, what, what, what you, when you listen about. to the cassette. I did three-ish years of Spanish. I in. bet you concentrate. I bet you were super focused during that time as well, Dave. Seriously, though, if you if you learn Spanish between now and next season, I'll make sure you're on that bus. Yo comprendo <laughs> espanol. Me gusta. Um, all right, let's talk about okay. football here, shall we? Uh, how are you, handsome? I'm very good, thank you. How's your off-season treating you? It's pretty good. There's so no off-season is the right answer. Oh, yeah. Um, and I mean, for the, me, this is the – I've never been more excited about football than I am right now as see, a Miami Dolphins That's fan. fun. Because the Dolphins have literally hundreds of millions of dollars to spend in free agency, literally 14 picks in the draft. They're literally going to have crazy. a brand-new quarterback. It's, it, it's like It's like – all the nights before Christmas, all they're almost up. literally going to have a new roster, right? That's what I'm talking. I mean, fourteen guys not, is not a small how, amount. Yeah, to they, add. they will probably have. I'm not. I'm no jive. It says it on the door. They'll probably have eight new starters by the time we get around to May or June. Um, interesting. And amidst all this, there is the news that Joe Burrow making noise. Eddie Spaghetti. Explain to me what exactly is the story with Joe Burrow. This isn't people are are trying to get a bonfire going by throwing some gasoline at a little match. Well, right? that's yeah. not that, Joe Burrow isn't threatening to say I'm no. not going to go to Cincinnati. He's not. He's not outwardly saying that. He made a comment to uh, the time of this recording. He said that he has leverage uh, and basically went on to say that the Bengals have their own process and he has his own process and he's there's a lot of stuff leading up to the draft because you have to go to combine and individual workouts and pro day this and that and the other um, and that tied along with the fact that uh, Carson Pro- uh, Palmer's brother Jordan Palmer's his quarterbacks coach there's rumblings that he's in Carson's in his ear saying like you may not want to go to that organization you should try to force your uh, force your way out of uh, going to Cincinnati hmm. Matt, what, what a what an embarrassment that would be for the Bengals. But I always kind of, if it's a super tough call to make, and I feel like this one kind of is, I would almost rather be the more passive side of it, which is the Dolphins side, which is, well, if you, all right, if you want to take Burrow, we'll take Tua. I think that that's how it's tracked. As long out. as they can actually do that. I mean, there's still the chance that another they may have one to of the use charges or, 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 you know, one of those other teams that needs a quarterback. The Jags might say, hey, we're going to jump up ahead of you. Lions might trade. Maybe Eddie's Giants might trade. There are, you know, there are, there are plenty of teams who can pull those picks out of the Dolphins, even by making it look like they might take. That's all right. And right. The Lions have no reason not to fall back a little bit. Right. Because they, they can, they could still get the player they want at three, at five, because you know the Dolphins are going to take a quarterback. So that means that there's definitely you know, one of the two guys that they would have been targeting at three is going to be available two picks later. So all the all the Lions really have to do is either make eyes at a quarterback themselves, or make it sound like another team has made eyes at that quarterback. I'm trying to figure that out. So let so if. It, we know that DC is going to take Chase Young. We assume that that's the case. The Lions would take Chase Young if the if, if they didn't, right? If, well, if they may trade Darius Slay, which means they would take Jeff Okuda, who's by far the best defensive. Like you could argue, he's arguably better than Chase Young. But uh, but then they can still get Jeff Okuda probably at five. Sure, totally. So I don't they, see the Giants so, taking a first round quarterback right. two years in a row. 
So I think so, the Giants wanted uh, Simmons, a linebacker. Exactly. So all they have to do is just make it sound like someone, hey, by the way, some people called us about that tour guy you like. Here's a couple picks. Let's go. Well, I know it doesn't make any sense that Matt Stafford might. Uh, That's not happening. We agreed that lot. And you and I, I, do, I, I refuse to accept it with the amount of money that they have to do it. Um, by the way, we're talking a little bit here, I guess, touching on some NFC North stuff. That reminds me, go back and listen to our earlier podcast from this week. We had the great Kyle Long. Um, man, he's he is dynamite, just like uh, his brother, Chris Long. All the Longs. Yeah. Well, I don't know Howie. I've, I, I've not had the occasion. But the glad you, I mean, you've seen enough of Howie, right? He in was, broken in, he arrow. was in Broken Arrow. Right. And then you've, I don't know if you've seen any of the Fox pregame programming. Seen some of that, yeah. He's in that as well. Not as good as he was in Broken Arrow. If you had to rank all three longs, Chris, Kyle, Howie, are there any other longs? Um, Chuck Long, not part of the family. Jake. Jake Long, not part of the family. I, Although uh, him and Chris Long came out in the same draft. Was Chip Long, too. It was Notre Dame's offensive coordinator. A lot of longs. Rank the longs for me, just quickly. Well, I remember this. I'll say this. Uh, I When I first met Kyle Long, um, we went out for sushi in um, in the in the northern suburbs of Chicago, mm. and we were talking Known about exactly that. And I said, did you guys, were you and Chris aware when you were growing up? Because now it's 20, it's almost 20 years ago. It would have been, yeah, it would have been like February of ought two, so 18 years ago. Um Kimmel was rounding out his time as the Fox pregame prognosticator guy. Right. And, you know, in advance of making his picks each week, he would, you know, he would, uh, you know, do little funny, smart alecky bits about Bradshaw or Jimmy Johnson or sometimes Howie Long. And Howie didn't like it, apparently. Really? Got very mad. In fact, let it be known to the Fox execs that if he sees Jimmy Kimmel, at the Super Bowl, he's I think he said he was going to rip his head off or something like that or <laughs> knock him out or something like that. And I said, were you aware of that growing up? And they didn't know about that. Neither one of them knew about that. Neither of the boys knew that. But they both have brought up the fact that they resent Christian Slater because in Broken Arrow, he kicks their dad out of a moving right. train. And so that yeah. has stuck with them. They that both would annoy have, me. But if, I, if Christian Slater did that to my dad, I'd be upset too. Uh, you, are you surprised that Howie's movie career didn't go beyond that? He's a handsome devil. He's a handsome devil. He looks the part for an action hero. Um, you know, it was, it was at the time when remember Brian Bosworth when he when when football um, ended for him, there was definitely talk of him being a uh, an stone cold, star. stone it's, cold exactly. with Lance Hendrickson is a great bad guy who's also Lance Hendrickson's the guy in Aliens who is the robot guy. Okay. Remember him? (laughs) Not a robot, really. He's like a advanced robot, you know? Anyhow. um, Sorry. Let's talk about something serious. Then we can do the news. Okay. I have to say, and it's even happened at NFL media. Last week started with, there's a lot of news. And for some reason, weirdly, it has to do with the first and second string quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Last week starts with Chris Canty, who played for the Giants and for the Ravens and the Cowboys, right? And he goes on one of those debate shows on Fox and says the Steelers execs are secretly hoping Roethlisberger retires so that they can move on from that bad contract and has a number of reasons why that's the case. 
Of course, that's not true because if he retires, it's $25 million against the cap, period. So there would be no money, and they're up against the cap. There would be no money. They would save $8 million is what they would get back if he retired right. today, let's say Roethlisberger. That wouldn't be anything close to the amount of money required to sign a viable starting quarterback. In other words, you're pot committed this side of Josh Rosen, which we did talk about last week, um, as some wild card guy who – and. By the way, I do think he, Josh Rosen potentially makes <laughs> some sense in different places, but, but that's the only name that I can really think of out there that would that maybe somebody would be like, yeah, we'll take him. I, remember, well, I, think, like, someone, I think someone will get the chance to do that. What about Mitchell Trubisky? If you could get a guy, if you're the Bears, if you could get Nick Foles or someone like that, would you then say, all right, we can throw you Mitchell Trubisky? I don't know. Anyway, the point being, there are no uh, apparent viable options to replace uh, a guy if you only have, let's say, 10-ish million dollars to spend. You know, as a uh, for the record, in case you're not keeping up with it, I don't like having to know about math. I The reason I decided to kibitz about sports for a living was so that I could avoid math, and here we Everything are. Everything else is deep with math but you're right sports talking about sports is the only thing that doesn't have a lot of numbers and i don't care for that i feel duped by it but anyhow um 10 ish million dollars for for comparison's sake jacoby Brissett last year uh played for 15 million dollars so there is not a reasonable option out there and yet chris canty is announcing this is what the steelers secretly want to have happen and roethlisberger isn't really very good anymore. And we have no idea what's going on with his elbow. Fine. I thought that was weird. I tweeted at Chris Canty. He said, but then you explained to me what's good about that contract. I said, well, uh, oh, he played the, Canty played the, I played in the league for more than a decade. Did he? Does that imbue that you mean? with deeper knowledge of the salary cap? There what are does times that mean? where that might make sense to say to you, but that's not, this is not one of those times. Right. Yeah. Explaining why, Dave, you don't understand three techniques right. the way I do. Okay. That's fine. That's I'm, fine. You have that. You own that. No space. pushback, fella. Chris Canty. I don't think that you have any deeper right. insight into what they secretly want because of the cap implications and all that kind of stuff. Or, nor does it, it, it give you a crystal ball to to know what's going on with the with Roethlisberger's elbow. So I thought that was that was weird and kind of salacious and like, what are you talking about? That just- no, I think it quickly. I mean, you helped put that fire out, but I think a lot of people around the internet decided that this was one that they would uh, they would extinguish as well. But it's strange, though, that we have After gotten into National Enquirer territory where you just throw stuff out and it's kind of... I, I Welcome think to America, Dave. That's right, handsome. That's exactly... I don't want to go too far with it, but I really do think that maybe that kind of hot take society has greased the skids for it to be like... Hey, you well, can that say anything look, anywhere. It that looks like... I mean, really, the the line between what Sports Center was with Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann... And, and Rich Eisen. And right. And now it's like this hot take thing. I don't think the average person looks at that and sees the distinction there. It's like, well, they're sitting at a desk and they're saying stuff like that's the news, isn't it? Like, no, that's not the news. They're opining versus telling you what happened. I don't think people make that distinction. Yeah. Then um, then Thomas Davis on Total Access goes on and says um, that uh, Roethlisberger could have come back. Said this is, I think, on Thursday or Friday last week. Goes on and says, "Oh, he Roethlisberger could have come back, but I think he looked at the roster and was like, it, it's not worth it to come back. Like, could have come back. What do you mean, could have come back in December, kind of thing? 
No, he had major elbow surgery. He couldn't have come back. Well, we know he likes drama. What? What are we talking of? What are we doing? What are we just throwing out, making stuff up from whole cloth and just throwing it out? Right? I guess. I mean, you know, the, the, I don't know. I'm not a, again, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to pretend that I know more or less, but I don't think Thomas Davis is a doctor either. In fact, the only doctor in the NFL is Canadian offensive guard for the Kansas City Chiefs, Laurent Duvenet Tardif. Wow. Uh, but, uh, glad but, we brought up a subject that allowed Handsome to get that one off. Yeah, I did. Uh, Thank you. Um, but the. You but, speak Spanish. We. Oui, that's French. I know. Um, but, uh, but the, I guess that if you. There are, there are quarterbacks who've come back from elbow injuries and probably brought them back themselves back sooner than they might otherwise have come back if they saw that there was a real shot at making the playoffs and if they you know believed that they could be the difference. My guess is that, A, his elbow wasn't healthy enough to do it, and I don't think Thomas Davis knows any different, but mine is also a guess. B, probably the playoffs felt at whatever moment it was that he could have made that decision felt like they were too far away and see, yeah, maybe there is a little bit of a, like, I don't really want to get behind that offensive line right now, or I don't necessarily think I've got the receivers to, to make it like the most appealing thing for me anyway, because ultimately I'm going to have to two weeks or four weeks from now, make a decision on my future. And I don't want to do that looking at the, my last appearance and thinking, wow, I could. Well, we know that it. we know that Roethlisberger hasn't thrown a ball still as right. we approach the end of February. So, so that should be like the first elbow is probably that should be not. the evidence that there's no, that he exactly. could not have come back in in November or December. And then Miles Garrett sits down with our pal Mina Kimes and alleges again that that Mason Rudolph, the thing that set off Miles Garrett is that he used a racial slur and the fact that no nothing, no mics picked it up. No one in close proximity to Mason Rudolph, and Miles Garrett heard it. The fact that no Brown player, Browns player, has said since like, oh yeah, Miles Garrett, I was nearby. He he told me um, directly after, and the same guy who went that cuckoo bird in the moment, then went back into the locker room twenty minutes later and was like, in front of the microphone or to to whomever he spoke said. It's not good for the league if I right. if I let this out. Like, on what level would it not be good for the league? You know, like I know it would be, it, it you know isn't great news. But who do you think the league, if you're going to play that level of cynic, we talk all the time in the 21st century about the cynicism that prevails, and it is weird the the fan who has to stand for the billionaires. Like you know, like no, the league, here's the real thing. They would you know. The they who do you th- if you, if that's the level you're operating at they're like well what would the billionaire owners of the league want right who do you think they would support the superstar of the Cleveland Browns or the backup QB you know, I mean that doesn't make any sense um, so I, I I'm just fascinated by this this weird trend of just throwing stuff out now seeing what sticks. Can I throw something out and see what sticks? All right, go ahead. Okay, so we you talked at the beginning about about Drew Brees and how would you're not interested in this subject? No, no, I am. I'm going to bring it back to the Steelers in a second. Look, I mean the Mason Rudolph. I don't care about the Steelers. I just think both of these stories are strange. The Mason Rudolph thing is is weird, and but the whole thing was weird in the moment, and it feels like I don't want to you know like this is this isn't going to come out the way it's supposed to, but like we both got kids, and when your kids do something bad, and they cast around for an excuse. It sometimes takes them, you know, you know the truth, um, but it sometimes takes them like five or ten minutes to come up with, oh, I know what happened, and then then they believe that that is actually what happened, and it's like, no, it, that's not that's not what went down, but they'll stick to their, their guns on that, even though it 
took the even though you watched the process of them coming up. Here's what I speech. here's what I know. I know you would not. Oh, well, you don't know what you would do in that situation until you're in it. You know what I wouldn't do is the day after that, I wouldn't issue an apology right. that has no that, uh, that, that there are no asides about like, well, Mason well, also happens. was wrong. Yeah. You know, he shouldn't have said that. It was none of that. It was just an apology. Yeah. That that wouldn't happen right. if somebody did. That's that. what I'm talking about. OK, let me ask you a question, though. You, you asked the question right at the top of the show. If you're a fan in New Orleans, would you feel, how would you feel about Drew Brees coming mm. back based on what we saw from him most recently, right? We're gonna, you've got Tom Brady, who I still think more than a 50% chance that he, he winds back up in New England. I now, I now have swung as the perpetuator of, of the Chargers. him going to the Chargers. I just now think with Josh McDaniel still there, what's he going right. to I think, I think he, You know what I think he might do? I think he may heed my advice and go on a little tour. I may, think he may get wine surf and, and dined, turf. surf and turf. I think he might say, hey, GM, I love that tie you're wearing, and the GM will take his shirt off and give it to him. So I think that that could easily But if he happen. does that, doesn't he then uh, – there's some standard that makes it more difficult for him to return to the Patriots. It's more costly Maybe, to but that. He's Tom but anyhow, Brady. go ahead. He's yeah. Tom Brady. All right. It's fine. Um, and then you've got Ben Roethlisberger, right, who, ha as you say, hasn't thrown a ball since since last September – and is in that they're all in the same age bracket, and some team will wind up with Phil Rivers. Okay, so there are four guys mm -hmm. of those four almost pensioners. Which, if you if you had one of them as your quarterback, who would you feel best about? Well, obviously, if I have to say today, I'll take one who I know is going to be physically fit. Right. I don't know if Roethlisberger's elbow. I, I would okay. agree. I think Roethlisberger is by just by the fact that we we don't even know if he can throw the ball forwards is probably not going to be at the top I of that I think list. the Colts, as bad as Phil looked last year, um, and really we're talking about a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Feels like forever ago. But I guess Phil probably, because I don't, the, the Drew Brees, doesn't it feel like the window that the opportunity has come and gone, even though they still have Alvin Kamara and they I still think have it, Michael Thomas and the defense is still good. Doesn't it? I, I really do feel like, and this is owed to absolutely nothing. Just the sense that I get. If you are on the team, don't you kind of don't, wouldn't you, if you're Sean Payton or Mickey Loomis, aren't you like, I mean, Drew, Oh, you're coming back. Huh? Great. Well, that's great. I hate to be callous great about Great news, it. man. That's You don't have – don't do us any favors, man. You don't have to do it. Like, no, no. I can't walk out like that. No, I mean, you could. You could, Drew. You don't have to do this. Like, I'm going to do it for us, Sean. Right. No, well, no, 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 don't do. Don't think about me. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> Wouldn't I mean, you rather have callous, Teddy B but, right now? If Well, I don't know about Teddy B. Maybe. But, like, there are other quarterbacks who are going to be – if Cam Newton became available and you've you've sat there and watched Cam Newton do it and presumably you understand how he would fit into – if you made Taysom Hill work in your offense, you'd, you'd think you could probably mm. make Cam Newton work in your offense. Interesting. What's to say that in mid-March, early April, the Saints are like, hey, Drew, you know you said you are coming back. Thanks. I, I don't know. You know, I hope you've managed to find somewhere to come back. You know, maybe Jacksonville would be nice for you. And because they could, they could get, you know, like they, I don't know what would stop you from doing that. Well, like we say, and spaghetti way in here, you're sitting there behind the glass. I feel like, um, it's not denigrating. Yeah. You're people get, people get caught up in when like, I'm like, I'd rather have Teddy B than Drew Brees. You think Teddy Bridgewater is as good as Drew Brees. I'm not talking about 2008 Drew right. Brees. I'm talking about 40 year old Drew Brees. And I feel like 
that we've seen those narratives play out for what they're worth, which is, wow, Saints, they're starting to get a defense together there, and they're, oh, they're going to the NFC title game, and they're going to play the Eagles, and wait, what happened? They The Minneapolis Miracle, or whatever it was called, a terribly uncreative name for a, an iconic play, but anyhow, um, oh, they're done. Then they come back, and then they're great last year. Nobody can beat them, New Orleans, and they get a bad call against them um, playing the Rams. I don't know if you heard about that, but anyway, it stops Drew Brees from getting to the Super Bowl. They come back. They have a fire under them in 2019. <laughs> this is the year. We're going to right that wrong. We're going to get it right. Then they lose in the wild card round uh, um, to Kirk Cousins. Now it's like, Again, we're going to do this. We're going to run it back with the same thing again. I, I I would be, if I were a fan at minimum, I'd be thoroughly um, uninspired, right? Yeah, now. but I think, I mean, I love Saints fans and I love the Saints as well. And I love Drew Brees, but I feel like every one of them is sitting there going like Drew Brees is, is our hero. They're not, no one is, no one in, in New Orleans is objectively analyzing Drew Brees' play and saying, no, I reckon we could upgrade from that, but with Andy Dalton. I see. Now, this is a fun idea. This is a fun exercise. Drew Brees for Cam Newton trade in the division. <laughs> I, don't think it's, I don't think it's happening as a trade. I could definitely, uh, you, could, you could imagine a world where the Panthers decide they don't want Cam Newton and the Saints decide they don't want Drew Brees and they wind up on each other's teams. I don't think there's like a, a, a human for human trade. Who do you want, Handsome, if the Dolphins have the choice of either or Joe Burrow? The Heisman Trophy champion or and national champion, or Tua. I don't know, I've been I've been so um, wedded to the idea of Tua for the last two years that I would like Tua still. I'd like Tua be. A I'd dolphin. like him to uh, be a Dolphin. Spaghetti. You watch tons of college football. Yeah, who do you like? I do. I think a lot of people are prisoner of the moment and forgot completely about how good Tua was and when he first came in in, in the national championship game, won that game, and how good he was in the SEC for an extended period of time. And now how good he just, was last season. I right. mean, yeah, he got injured, sure. but, but last he was fantastic and for the games that he played last year. He was, he was amazing. Totally. I mean, and again, Joe Burrow did play the same defenses, and LSU, besides really one game, were blowing teams out. Like, he did everything he was supposed to do, Burrow, and I can't knock him for that, but I'm, I, w I wouldn't be shocked in the least if Tua had, is the better pro and is like a Russell Wilson clone I, that's so I I kind of lean towards Tua's career but I, I don't think Burrow's I mean Burrow had made some magnificent plays to his the injuries he's smaller he's a lefty which is I guess strange in nowadays in the NFL but I mean just people need to look at the body of work what of what Tua did you know uh, I, I I'm Alabama. absolutely shooting my mouth off with this one as usual but I should be able to tap into my mental faculties and and summon the answer or answers to this question but as a guy, well, Cam, there, I just came up with it before I even uh, posited, uh, posited the question to you guys. Has anybody ever had just one good year and then been drafted in the top five or ten at quarterback and then gone on to an illustrious career, Cam? Newton? Oh, gone on to an illustrious career. Okay. Not, not, I don't mean because, just had I a mean, good there's year. There's been plenty of recent. Like, the, I mean, the, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray was, was a year before was probably not seen as certainly not seen as the overall first pick and probably not a first round. I guess pick. that kind of describes. I think Baker. May, I think Baker Mayfield was kind of in that camp as well. Like, there's there's a ton of those guys recently that this has happened to. Yeah, I suppose you're right. But I don't know about I don't know historically like how many of them 
with those guys, obviously it's too soon, but I'm, I'm not sure historically how many. Aaron Rodgers had just the one good year, so I guess there's there's enough evidence. Burrow's a strange one, though, because like he lost – I mean, he couldn't win the job in Ohio State. Right. And it wasn't like Ohio State was pushing out top-level quarterbacks who are you know dominating the, the league right now. So it is it is a weird one to think about. Well, Cardell Jones, which league? Well, the R league. Yeah, yeah, true. The XFL, yeah. Our league. I mean, Give by the Eddie way. just our league does. Can I just <laughs> – <laughs> I don't think it's an NFL. I don't think you an NFL shield. Boogers level to go our league yet, man. <laughs> I think you're in a, a position to be playing the our league game. Oh, wow, Eddie. There's a shield rotating on the <laughs> okay. screen behind you guys. So okay. that's what I was referring to. What about if Cardell joins our league? I do you buy? That's a good question, actually. Do you have you seen anything? I I mean, it's the same thing as preseason football. It's not a coincidence that guys who People like my old man's in town right now. And the old man always like, you know, by the end of August, never fails. Like, I really like uh, Tuzer Skipper. I really think uh, I really think that this kid like, like Johnny Holton looks good. I hope the Steelers better keep him or like, it's preseason football. It's a lie to your eyes. They're playing against other guys who are trying to get into the league. It's not an indication of whether or not they're going to be able to keep up with the first level of NFL players one week from today. And yet everybody can't resist. Right. That's why I don't watch handsome. Cause it, yeah, it, no, I'm with you. It's a lie to your eyes. When you start watching that stuff, same thing, Cardell Jones, a lot of buzz now. Cardell, oh, better than half the backups in the NFL. The kid from Temple, oh, better than half the quarterback backups in the NFL. Do you buy that, or no. are they in the XFL for a reason? The, I, I tweeted during the during the preseason, during August, that if you love the third or fourth quarter of preseason games, you're really going to love the XFL, and got um, roundly um, told not to do that. Um, but I, I haven't yet managed to watch any XFL this weekend. I was... Um, I took my family skiing, but I don't ski. Oh, so did I just, you? I just sat in a, oh, in a, a wooden lodge and, and drank red wine and was flicking through the TV channels. And I, I put the XFL on for about three minutes and was just like, I can't, there's nothing here for me. Like, it doesn't look, it's, it's just, it's missing the nutritional value. What a, what a uh, sport you are, though. Yeah. Taking everybody else for a sporting weekend so you yep. could just booze the whole time. Yeah. I love that. Hey, you know, you hear about the uh, the Madden curse, and I've said that, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes basically ruined that before, and then I talk about the curse of Sposta, which is still a real thing. Mm-hmm. Just because Patrick Mahomes was good enough to overcome it doesn't mean it doesn't still take down some guys when you're supposed to win. Often you don't. I know it. The biggest curse going right now is at NFL Media here in Culver City on the wall outside the studio if you are on this giant mural that they put up last year, it included Gronk who, right. you know, retired. basically, yeah, because, uh, you know, took too much of a beating still retires as the greatest tight end of all time, but you know, probably didn't go out the way he wanted to. Antonio Brown was out on that wall. We know how things have gone for him. I don't know if we do necessarily. We don't know the end of that story. True. Josh Norman. Well, let me just say this to you. I mean, if Mike Tomlin and otherwise didn't make it clear, there's no chance he was ever coming back to the Steelers. No. This thing that maybe now that he's apologized, that would never <laughs> He happen. hasn't apologized. Someone wrote that for him. I know. It's ridiculous. Um, who else is on that wall out there? there spaghetti? Right now. Um, Baker, Jamal. Jamal Adams, Adams is that. I see. Jamal Adams is the only Peter. guy who so far has avoided it other than having to be on the. I Jets. don't think Jamal. I think they're going to have to replace Jamal Adams team. He may still wind up being on the wall, but they might have to paint a new logo on his helmet. 
Oh, you think he's going to move? By the time this... I, I don't know. You if think Jamal know. Adams isn't going to be on the Jets in 2020? I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that's definitely happening, but I don't know if you've seen any of what Adam Gase does, what he's excellent at. I mean, uh, fantastic at is running his best players out of town. Well, Levy and well. he tried to tried to trade Jamal Adams in uh, in October. I don't know why he wouldn't give it another go in March. Well, it's a curse. And I don't think wall, Jamal Adams they, enjoyed the experience much either. They do. Well, Levy and Bell, though, now it's coming out of the building, and I don't know if that's Gase or that's Joe Douglas or who exactly is is issuing this news. But now it's. But now I am have become skeptical of all these things. Like, is there any merit to these reports, or are are we just throwing nonsense out? But Levy and Bell was too heavy and not as explosive as he was back in in his days with the Steelers. Which, if that, if that's I, I, what I said before this season was, the Jets. This will be the best Levy and Bell that we'll ever see again. And I don't think it'll be as good as it was at, right. at his peak. And if I'm right about that, that is going to be an interesting case study for like, oh, yeah, I'll just sit out a year and I'll come back nice and fresh. Like, no, you won't. Now, Levy and Bell is going to be the opposite of what he intended to be, which is this guy who's going to reset the running back market. Now he is um, up there with Todd Gurley as the chief piece of information that says, as much as it sounds crazy, at most you franchise tag CMC. You do not keep Christian McCaffrey, no matter how much value you perceive him to have for another four or five years. Lev Bell will be traded for a fourth round draft pick before before April the 28th. Who's going to want to pay that loot, though? It's like $14 million he's owed. Who wants to pay that for a used up runner? See, there's always somebody, though, who'll... No, someone will do it. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, uh, Spaghetti Float's an interesting question. That cursed wall. I wish we had all the names. I'm trying to think of who the, who else it is. Um, I think we got him. Is there... Uh, oh, Cam, J- was J- on, J- Cam was on there at he, one point. J.J. Watt. Yeah, and J.J. Watt was... A, is Rodgers, too? Another... An, Rogers no. was on there. I don't know if he still is. And, well, yeah, because they kept getting right. And and yeah, if you have a season ending injury, which J.J. Watt did last year. Anyway, Spaghetti asks with Josh Norman now done with the skins and moving on. He's not he's no longer counts as a superstar in the league. Who do you suggest? Uh, well, they I think they're kind of grouped by division. There's like one guy that represents each division. Oh, I've I think never that noticed was, that. Yeah, yeah. Then they have all four of the team logos kind of on the player thing. So I'll take Zeke. I mean, he's going to be around for a couple more years in Dallas. Give Spaghetti a thrill. He wants to hear Saquon or Danny Dimes. I was actually actually thinking, I I didn't even realize it was by division. I was thinking, like, why don't we have Mahomes or, uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey or or something like that. Um, If we have to replace an NFC East cornerback. I don't think it has to be a cornerback. We should do it with DeAndre Baker, then. No, I think, I mean, I think Saquon's a very good answer. It could be either running back. I would take the better running back. I'd take Zeke. Um, what do you make of I'm not uh, reacting to that as we, and I like that. Very Eddie, much. you're not reacting to that. I give a frown, but, uh, how long is Zeke going to be on the Cowboys? So, I mean, that's a long, uh, a long term situation. The, yeah, he's, and he's going to be there through that. Con- now that they've given him that contract, there's no need to, to end that. Do you, it, it is hard when you hear Tom Brady, Oh, the Raiders are going to offer 60 million for two years to Tom Brady. It, I, I said, I don't know if I said it out loud, but I definitely said it to the man in the mirror, like Tom Brady in Las Vegas. That doesn't sound right. And then I was like, wait, 
I'm the guy who always goes on and on about like, let's not confuse NFL quarterbacks with senatorial candidates. These are, they're football guys. It's, it's not, it's not like Tom Brady is, uh, Tom Brady is, uh, is so. So maybe looking at it that way, if they're football guys, Tom Brady, Tom Brady with John Gruden is the, is the bigger question. Does that sound like something to you? Not really. I mean, who's right? catching the passes? Who's, well, but also like Tom Brady gets to be in control and like call the shots. Like, do you really want John Gruden like swearing at you all day? That that doesn't feel like now David if Carr. You're Tom Brady, you're like, I don't need that. David Carr is incented. I mean, he'd like to see Derek stick. I think because Derek would like to stick with the Raiders. Um, but I, uh, the larger point that David Carr has made is practically: Does Tom Brady at forty three? Does he really? want to have to do a completely different no, level no. of work. That's why he's going back to that's if why he goes I, back to the Patriots, he has his whole T B twelve thing right. all lined he, up. Exactly. It's all it's nicely outside. Goes up the for the OTAs a day or two during the offseason. This way he's got to go out there. He's got to keep doing with his new uh pass catchers. He's not gonna I, I as much as I thought the Chargers made um, uh, a ton of sense, now I'm like, ah, Josh McDaniels is back in New England. It just doesn't make sense for him to move on from there. What do you make of Melvin Gordon predicting Phil Rivers to the Colts? Do you like that? I think that'll do, that'll happen. You like that one? I more? like that one. I, I Since we spoke about this last week, I did a little bit of digging around, and it, it feels like there's just too many pieces there that make sense. Like he's worked with half that coaching staff before when they were in San Diego. Um, so I think that one... I think if Phil gets to ch ultimately he's going to choose where he wants to go, um, then it seems like that would make sense. I don't think it comes down to like, oh, I need to live somewhere convenient to my family because it sounds like they're going to be based in somewhere which doesn't have an NFL team very close. To if he doesn't prevent himself, the Raiders is the one that makes sense for him in the like. It's not I, th Okay. This is one where I'll say Phil Rivers is not going to Vegas. Okay, I, mean, I, 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 I completely contradict what you just said. This is, I can't see Phil Rivers living in Vegas, just of all places for him. That doesn't feel like that. If he didn't like L.A., he's definitely not going to like Vegas. Colts O-line is really good, too, which yeah. is something he needs. And he's got weapons there. Yeah. Does he, though? That's what I was uh, I was Really? T.Y. Hilton was not healthy much last season. but getting old, T.Y. They drafted Paris Campbell pretty early. They have yeah. Marlon Mack. I mean, they have guys there. Be... Yeah, I they guess. They had that nice tight end that suddenly stepped up. Who made it to the yep. uh, made it to the Pro Bowl? Yep. After five guys back, exactly. Um, so okay, so there's that one. Now Gil Brandt floats the idea that the Steelers should go after Melvin Gordon. I hate to say it, but that one also is not going to happen unless they let Bud Dupree walk. Because again, they will not have the money to sign Melvin Gordon. Yeah, haven't they got like? Nothing. Cents. They don't have any money. The only way they would have it is if they don't uh, maybe, tag when, Bud maybe Dupree. Maybe when Ben retires, they'll be able to get the get. They the would get eight million dollars for that, and yes, they would. I'm sure uh, draft somebody before that. Um, and uh, and I guess you know what? We're up against it, handsome. We got to clear out of here for. Have we? Well, El Trenzo. Out of El Trenzone. Right? Yeah, we got to we got to leave here. I could go on and on with you, but I look at the clock here and figure we better wrap it up. Um, anything else there, Spaghetti, you wish to convey? I think we hit every topic. You just got me thinking that to go back to the first topic about the draft. If you're the Bengals and you have Joe Mixon, AJ Green potentially coming back healthy, you have a few tight ends that are all right, why not just take Chase Young and grab one of those quarterbacks on the market like uh, Cam Newton or someone? If, you if you're almost in win-now mode, I mean, Kyle Long was telling us that Geno I don't think they're. I don't think they think of themselves in win-now mode. I think Zach Taylor, who is like a one of the McVeigh, 
lineage of quarterback gurus wants his own guy to develop. I don't think he wants like a, a washed out. No, I, I mean, I'm, I agree. I, in theory, it makes sense to get the young guy, the cheaper guy. But if like Cam Newton's like, I would play here, and then you can also just take Chase Young first overall, fill up another you know hole your team has. It's, I don't know. Mm. It's interesting. I guess maybe if it came down to the fact that he really does not want to go to if Cincinnati. he re- if he if if truly he says I have leverage and he's decided to use his leverage that way, I would think probably the first thing they'd do is say, well, will Tua come here? Because that because I think they still need. I think the quarterback is still what they. Yeah, need. I mean they probably need an overhaul, but just yeah. a random thought. I mean, because I don't really love any of these like quarterback fits with these other teams. It's a, it's a weird off season. I think it's really everyone wants maybe Cam, but he's not. Again, he has not been healthy, so it's it's a it's a weird off season. There's a lot of names, but no one who I. Well, it all comes and then it comes back where we started. Drew Brees. I just I, I the thing that uh, I kind of um, that hit me. Uh, maybe three weeks or so ago, is if Drew, if Brett Favre doesn't throw the overtime pick or Adrian Peterson doesn't fumble the ball, I think three times, I don't remember how many, I think he lost at least two fumbles in the in the NFC title game that the Saints won and then went on to beat the Colts in uh, in Miami. Is that, was that was in Miami that game? Yep. Um, if that doesn't happen and Brett Favre instead goes, I mean, he elevates his stock in the all-time quarterback rankings. But Drew Brees is Dan Fouts in that case. Like, he's never even been to a Super Bowl? What are we talking well, he's about? he's Dan Marino because he holds all the records but but doesn't go to a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, that's, that's an interesting comp, too, except that he's not anything except, close yeah. to Dan Marino, right? Right. I don't know. I got people – I've been getting the – I've been getting the, you hate Drew Brees, you've always hated Drew Brees – I don't hate Drew Brees in the least. I don't know. Just, uh, you know, I think if we're a little aggressive with where we uh, uh, where we collectively, it seems, sort of slot him among the Super Bowl era guys. I don't know. Well, you, Drew Brees versus Ben Roethlisberger. What are you talking about? Like, I'm kind of like, yeah, I kind of agree with you guys, except not the way you guys think of it. <laughs> not the way you guys are looking at it. You shaking your head at that spaghetti? I am too. Oh, you? But love I don't, don't want to start. I don't want to start. Everyone's think we've had against this the Steelers podcast. That's all right. Is that what? Is that how you hear it, spaghetti? <laughs> is that how you hear it? <laughs> it's a little bit. Eddie, if I were you, I'd suggest wrapping the show up. <laughs> I should start playing the music. <laughs> Play the music. <laughs> Creep. Have a great time in New York. I'm not going to New York. Where are you going? Florida. All right, stay out there. Well, I care. Help him draft two already while you're down. Play the music. There it is. <laughs> Everyone's against Everyone against the Steelers podcast. Everyone's against the Giants, including me. <laughs> I didn't like Danny Dimes until I met him. Now I love him. <laughs> I don't know. I, You know what? I've had it with everybody. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you next week. Maybe. Until then, it's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. 
Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.